So please let us turn our Bibles. To 1 Timothy chapter 6 and verse number 11. 1 Timothy 6, 11. Okay. But you, O man of God, flee these things and pursue righteousness, godliness, faith, love, patience, gentleness. Kuma iwe, mtuwa mungu iwe. Tawa izi, nustate, chirungamo, chipembezo, chikurubiriro, chikondi, chipiriro, nijipato. Now, Paul is calling Timothy, man of God. Sobano, Paulo, akumutula Timoteo, kutini mtuwa mungu. I'm speaking on the subject, man of God. Man of God. Not a boy of God. Not a girl of God. But man of God. Man of God. We need to understand who a man of God is. And assess ourselves whether we are man of God. Now, can I say this to you? That you call yourself a lawyer doesn't mean you are a lawyer. There are many men now who like a woman, but are they really women? Am I asking you now, people? I may, want, I may want to I may want to walk like a woman. But, but are you sure I am a woman? I'm not a woman. I'm not a woman. I may want to speak like a woman, but I'm not a woman. Are you sure I'm a woman? Hallelujah. Amen. I want us to Discuss who a man of God is. And assess ourselves whether we are men of God. Because we really have to be men of God. Paul is saying to Timothy. Paulo, he says, but you, O man of God, flee these things. Paul is calling Timothy, man of God, a man of God. Paulo, then we need to examine who a man of God is. Because it is not everyone that God, that Paul called man of God. But 
when it came to Timothy, he called him a man of God. What is to be a man of God? Is it to wear a clerical collar?
is a certain way that a man of God handles himself. One lady came to me. He said, do you know so so? I said, I don't know the person, but I've been hearing his name. And she said, that man has been sleeping with me. I don't know why this man of God is doing this. So I asked her a question. Someone who is having a battery with you. You are still calling him man of God. Do you know who a man of God? Do you call anyone man of God? No. Aye. No. Uh-uh. No. Uh-uh. So we need because listen. By the time we live here, we must be clear about who a man of God is. And we must live like men and women of God. Amen. Amen. So what does it mean when we talk about man of God? Number one. A man of God is someone coming from God. Someone sent from God. In John chapter 1 verse number 6. John 1 and verse number 6. Johane 1, Dimeaga 6. The Bible says, Bible There was a man sent from God. Kunari Muntu, Wotumizi, Dwandimurungu, whose name was John. Yemwezina Lake, Dioane. That's a man of God. Amene, Demutamur. Someone sent from God. Demutuina Wake, Wotumizi, Dwakuchokera, Pomurungu. That is a man of God. Amene, Demutamurungu. Is someone whose vision and ministry is of God. What he is doing was God initiated. Because if truth is to be taught, there are so many people that are doing ministry for their own selfish reasons and not because God sent them. How many people have started churches because in their previous church they didn't agree about how to share money? Why are you taking more money than us? We started this ministry together. Let's divide 50-50. 
And the other one said, no, I am the papa here. So I can't share 50-50 with you. I will give you 25. And the man was not happy with the 25. So I'm starting my own ministry. He is not from God. He is not from God. The Bible says the Bible says there was a man sent from God to start a ministry at the river Jordan. And his name was John. Hallelujah. Amen. There are many people today who just started out without being sent by God. Jeremiah chapter 14. Verses 14 to 15. Jeremiah chapter 14. Verses 14 to 15. The Lord said to me, the prophets prophesy lies in my name. And I have not sent them. I have not commanded them. I have not spoken to them. Yet they prophesy. I haven't sent them. And yet they have started the church. People that should have been under someone. They have started churches. You see, when you look at some people, you actually see that this person should be under someone. Because he is touching the breast of all the women that are coming to him. Is it making sense? Ministry is not for boys, it's for men. Somebody shout hallelujah. Hallelujah. Because in ministry, you have, you see, I have had situations where a woman will come to tell me that it's now two years. My husband is not touching me in the bedroom. So if you are not a man of God, hey. what are you going to say? What are you going to say? 
Somebody shout hallelujah. Amen. If what you are doing is not God sent, if it is not God's idea, not a man of God. Because man of God is the one who carries out the vision of the Lord. So everyone must check his calling. It is never too late to say, I abandoned what I'm doing. I want to submit to another church. And Yes. Many people must check their calling. Check your calling. Check your calling. Because if you are not sure of your calling, you are not sure of where you are going. Number two. Who is a man of God? A man of God is someone who stays with God. A man of God is someone who stays with God. His residence is God. His residence is God. Somebody shout hallelujah. Hallelujah. I said 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 somebody shout hallelujah. Hallelujah. He stays with God. Elijah. Elijah. Who was called the man of God. You remember in 1 Kings chapter 17. Verses 20 to 24. 1 Kings chapter 17. Verses 20 to 24. Elijah raised a dead son back to life. And in verse 24, the mother of the child said to Elijah, Now I know that you are a man of God. <laughs> now I know. The question is, you mean all this time you didn't know? No, it's not just about calling yourself man of God. Now I know that you are a man of God. And this Elijah who was called a man of God lived 
in God's presence. Look at 1 Kings 17 verse 1. 1 Kings chapter 17 and verse number 1. Elijah said to Ahab. As the Lord God of Israel lives. Before whom I stand. This man says, before whom I stand. As I'm talking to you, Ahab, I'm standing before this God. I'm coming from his presence. Coming from his presence. There are so many pastors and church leaders today that are working for God but not walking with Him. He said before whom I stand. I stand before him continually. A man of God is someone who is intimate with God. He fellowship with God. His delight is in worship. His delight is in prayers and fastings. His delight is in waiting upon the Lord. These are his lifestyles. Worship. Prayer. Fastings. Waiting upon the Lord. Waiting upon the Lord. God, what are you saying? Because I am your man. I am your man. I can only do that which you are saying I should do. Somebody shout hallelujah. I said somebody shout hallelujah. Hallelujah. We have got a long way to go. Number three. Who is the man of God? A man of God is someone who is owned, controlled, and possessed by God. Someone who is owned by God. Controlled by God. And possessed by God. He is a man of God. Man of God. Is it making sense here? Yes. Now, let's say 
Someone is saying, This is the house of Paul. You understand what I'm saying? House of Paul. It means that the house belongs to Paul. Is it making sense here? Yeah. The house belongs to Paul. Man of God means that this is someone who is owned by the man belongs to God. Is it making sense? Yeah. He is controlled by God. He doesn't have his own ambitions. His ambitions are God's ambitions. Man of God means a person who is controlled and owned by God. He is the property of God. He belongs exclusively to God. The meaning is the man of God does not please himself but God. He does not please himself but God. Is your life pleasing to God? That is the question we need to answer. The Bible says in 1 John chapter 3 verse 22 1 John chapter 3 verse 22 and whatever we ask we receive from him because we keep his commandments and do those things that are pleasing in his sight it says we do those things that are pleasing in his sight. Somebody shout hallelujah. hallelujah. I said somebody shout hallelujah. hallelujah. Now look at this. In 2 Timothy 2 verse 4. 2 Timothy 2 verse 4. The Bible says, No one engaged in warfare entangles himself with the affairs of this life. That he may please him who enlisted him as a soldier. That's a true soldier. He pleases his bosses. A man of God lives a life that pleases God. I said a man of God lives a life that pleases God. The man of God has no say in his life and ministry. 
alibetoa yankura mtumiki wake anapa moyo wake the man of god has no say in his life and ministry he doesn't have his own agenda jesus put it this way the perfect man of god jesus said john chapter 5 johanne 5 verse 19 and verse number 30 john chapter 5 verse 19 and verse number 30 he said yeah i can of my own self do nothing what i see the father do is what i do But how many things are we doing in the church that we never saw Jesus do? Hallelujah. Amen. I said hallelujah. Amen. And some of us we are pastoring branches. Tikubusa mabranch and uh, a spiritual father pansi pansi bambo watu muzimu but you discover that you do things in that branch koma mola mabangazi ndu mubranch mwanumo that you never saw your father do zomwe simu naonepo bambo wanu muzimu akuchita you are introducing your own style every church has got its own style Now, if you want to be a pastor in that church don't bring your style follow the style of the ministry say i not me i have got my own style Then, 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 then go and start your own church. Depi ndo kwamba mpinga wako. style yake mnomo. How things are done. Mene timapangira zintu zake. If you join a church. That says when you are entering the church. You should jump three times. Don't say I don't like jumping. I said don't say I don't like jumping. Then maybe you are in the wrong church. Because in that church they jump. in my ministry what i have not seen the father do but what i see the father do the thing i'm going to do that is why jesus was successful in ministry if truly god could do He must have shown you how to do the ministry. Stick with it. Thank God for television. And we thank God for YouTube, Facebook. 
But not everything you see on TV is correct. Hmm? Hallelujah. What did God tell you? What did he say you should do? Is it making sense here? Many people have lost it. Because they are doing their own thing. Many people when they are starting out, they start well. But somewhere along the way, because of Zona this dog vine, they started changing. They started changing. They are starting to change. If you depart from what God told you to do, you are no longer a man of God. Because a true man of God sticks with what God told him to do. The Bible talks about a young prophet of Judah. Who went to prophesy in Bethel? And he prophesied against the altar. And God told him that on your way back from Bethel to Judah, you are not going to go by the way you came. Use another way. Number two, God said, You are not going to branch to anywhere to eat. God never calls you without giving you instructions. Never see anything anywhere, be it on television. If that is not what God told you to do, don't do it. Don't do it if that is not what God told you to do. And you know that this young prophet, you know that this young prophet did not arrive back in Judah. He was killed by a lion because he disobeyed the instructions of his calling. He disobeyed the instructions of his calling. Amen. Amen. A friend of mine was a testimony that in the early days of their ministry God instructed him to be used. He was healing people using handkerchief. Yes, like healing mantles, like praying over mantles and 
ama banga zomwe hova machita ndipo sacho sera kana kuphatikizapo the times when people have wanted me to make certain decisions when some people had wanted me to make certain decisions if it is not the will of god my answer is no and sometimes i have made enemies because i'm not going to do anything to please you if it does not please god if i know it is not the will of god i don't care who you are i'm not going to do it because i have chosen to be a man of god yes. that's your problem do this we are not going to do this because it is not the will of god amen so in our ministry in our ministry if you want to be waited in the church we tell you to register your intention to do so six months before the intended date of your wedding. And some people want to come when there is three months to go. They want the pastor to bend the rules. The answer is no. The answer is no. Oh, I'm going to leave the church. Leave. Because you as an individual you are not a church just like one brick is not a house one brick is not a house so if you leave don't think the church collapse because you are not a church Look at this beautiful structure. If one brick decided to fall off. One brick decided to fall off. Somebody shout hallelujah. I said somebody shout hallelujah. That is why pastors not curse people if they decide 
to leave our ministry. You, you are leaving. You never succeed. Are you God? That's being diabolic. That's being satanic. Because the truth is, no matter who they are that have left, the church will never collapse. Because the church is not one person. The church is not three people. The church is bigger than any individual. And you as a pastor, you are also not a church. The church is bigger than you. One day you will die, the church will continue. Somebody shout hallelujah. Hallelujah. So let us make up our minds that in the church we will stick with the will of God. We will stick with the will of God. We will do that which is the will of God. And if we have put procedures in the church, if we have put procedures in the church, if we have put procedures in place in the church, Stick to the procedures. Everyone must comply. Let us not look at faces. That for this one we can change. This one, you, you, you must follow the rule. You, 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 Because now people will be saying, Somebody shout hallelujah. Somebody shout hallelujah. Someone will commit adultery. You will announce. Brother Soso. Has committed adultery with another man's wife. He has been suspended for three months. Now, another one has done the same thing. But because he gives you big offering. No announcement. No announcement. No announcement. You are destroying the church. The church does not belong to you. 
The church belongs to Jesus. One day, you will be held accountable. Hallelujah. And there are some pastors who visit people in their homes based on their status. So you see, a pastor is only visiting members where he knows that if he goes, he is going to drink some good tea. And he knows he will carry some chicken. You are destroying the church. Some of you ask yourself, why is that church not growing? And some of you, you pray a lot. What is the problem? Because you are praying. You are fasting. But the church is not growing. Check your practices. Check your practices. Some of you, that is why it is very important. Most of us have got phones. Is that true? Pastors, do we have phones? We have smartphones even with internet and all these things. Try as much as possible to record your message as you are preaching. Record it. And then in the evening, listen to your message. Your problem is you don't record your messages. And I'm encouraging every pastor who preaches on Sunday. I said I'm encouraging every pastor who preaches on Sunday to record his messages. Record it and listen to it. It will improve the way you preach. It will improve the way you preach. Is it making sense? Yes. Is it making sense? Hallelujah. Hallelujah. You are not recording anything. Record that. Then in the evening, listen to it. Some of you, by the time you finish preaching, 
Because every statement you make, Hallelujah. God is good. Hallelujah. Women shout Amen. Hallelujah. Okay, we are opening to John chapter 3. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. <laughs> Huh? It's time for offering. Hallelujah. 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 Actors, where are you? Hallelujah. Hallelujah. There are too many hallelujahs. Somebody shout hallelujah. <laughs> you may be seated. Alright. Praise the Lord. I said praise the Lord. Number five. The last one. Who is a man of God. A man of God is someone who carries out the interests of God. Someone who does the interests of God. He serves the interests of God. What God wants is what He does. He carries out the will of God. Matthew chapter 7, Matthew 7, verse 21 to 23. Matthew chapter 7, Matthew 7, verse 21 to 23. Matthew chapter 4, Matthew 4, verse 10. He does not serve his own interests. No, he does not serve his own ideas or interests. For example, he does not serve other gods. He only serves the Almighty God. Exodus 34, verse 14. He does not serve other gods. Exodus 34, verse 14. He does not serve his own belly. He does not serve his own belly. So he stands on the truth. He does not say because this one pays big tithe. 
So I cannot preach this kind of message in the church. Because if be offended, I may leave the church, I will lose out on tithe. No. He does not serve his own belly. Romans chapter 16. Romans 16. Verses 17 to 18. Romans chapter 16. Romans 16. Verses 17 to 18. He does not serve money. Money. Matthew 6, 24. Matthew 6, And I'm saying that he only serves the interests of God. So, what are some of the key passions of a man of God? What are the things that will burden a man of God? Not, not to pinja. Mitolo, the concerns of the man of God, the passion of the man of God. Does it making sense? Things that drives a man of God. A real man of God. Things that will satisfy him. Because these are the interests of God. Is it making sense? Yes. Yes. It's true. It's true. It's true. It's Are you sure? No, sir. Uh-uh. And the good thing is, now listen to this. When you concentrate on interests, He entered the house. He said, sir, I know it is Sunday. You are tired. A young man, a pastor. 
He knelt. He said, sir, I just brought this car. It is outside. Here are the keys. Pray for me. Within five minutes, he was out. I went to Mzuzu to do the work of God. And God spoke to someone, bring a vehicle. Is it making sense? These people you are admiring that they have cars. You need to know how far they have come. Yes. 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 We are in the Living Waters Church here. It's a massive ministry, I mean, all over the country. Yes. And in many parts of the world. So as a young man, you don't just wake up one day with your misguided ambition. Sometimes when I listen to these young people, I say, look, how confused are you? Is it making sense? Before you can talk about having a big church, you must think about the price you have to pay in order to have a big church. It doesn't come cheap. Apostle Dr. S. S. Ndovi has had to go through a lot of challenges to bring the church to where it is today. Apostle S. S. Ndovi, Adusamu Zambiri, putin pingo ukule monga mene ulipanopamu. And the bigger the church, more challenges there are going to be. Pastor E.A. Adeboye says, if you have 1,000 members, you must know that you have 1,000 problems. Is it making sense? What are the key passions of a man of God? Number one, living a holy life and encouraging all the people to do the same. 1 Peter chapter 1 
verses 15 to 16. 1 Peter chapter 1. Verses 15 to 16. Living a holy life. And encouraging all people to do the same. Number two. Time of fellowship with God. Time of fellowship with God. Mark chapter 3. Verses 13 to 15. Mark chapter 3. Verses 13 to 15. Time of fellowship with God. Look at true men of God. You will see that he loves being with God more than being with people. Sometimes he runs away from people. Look at Jesus. Look chapter 5. Luke 5. Verse 16. Luke 5. Jesus often withdrew to lonely places and prayed. He and here we are. We don't withdraw. You are always making phone calls. As if you are a switchboard operator. Hello? Hello? Where are you? You are always loitering around. One church member said, I always meet pastor in town. I ask myself a question to say, when does this pastor pray for me as a member? Because we are always together in town. Pastor, it's always moving. And those of us that are full-time pastors. Those of you who are full-time pastors. That is, you are not working anywhere, you just work in the church. Your results must show that you are full-time. Your results must show that you are a full-time pastor. Your results must show. You can't have 90 members. 
We'll talk about those things in the afternoon. Many things must change. You see, look at you know a bus, bus, bus. Bus. So, so, so. So, so, so. That bus. No matter what, it can't fly like an airplane. Why? Because of how it was made. You know what? Some of us need to check our making. Our making is not correct. If you are someone who forgets who you are when you have money in your hands. You need to change. You need to change. Money should not change a pastor. Some of you check the time you come to church for service. Ena. Members are more serious and more committed than the pastor. Yes. In some churches, members are more committed. It's like they are the, the founders of the church, the members. Because they are more committed than the pastor. The pastor is not serious. He can come to church anytime. Anytime. You will be calling to the, I don't know, church elder or whoever. Uh, Have you started? Okay, okay, okay. <laughs> You are not serious. That church will not grow. You see, God is a serious God. I said, God is a serious God. Look at your Bible. Says, you don't give pearl or pearl, what you call the pearls to pigs. Ngale. Yes. Is it Ngale? Yes. Koja? Ngumba. Jengadi weyo ubusa wakondo wa ngumba ngumba e. Palibe ngale mene munga yone. Ay. Palibe jimbichante ngwa patari jomu ino munga yone. God is not a western. And if you think you have 200 members and you say <laughs> you ain't there. Ah, Pastor, you are behaving like a student who is getting number one at his school. Uh-huh. Do you know 
that 1,000 members. Zodi ma member la 1,000. Ma member la 1,000. 5,000. Ma member la 5,000. In other churches. Mibingo ina. That's the number of prestige members. Ni ma number la anthu azoimba imba kalambali ya kuku. Like the way they are the 5,000. Ngali mena anthu akala kuku kalago anthu 5,000 and you have 350. Ndipo iwe mumpingo mwako mumulambisha be 300. Iwe basi mapewa mwamba papa. Ineondi papa. 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 Mukaranazo papa ya tusme. Yo karanazo. Papa. Ino am papa. Ineondi papa. 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 Ndota nyamata alichonchi. Ndewuni kwa ma bodyguard. Papa. I mean there's no problem having bodyguards but there must be a reason why you have them there's no problem having bodyguards but there must be a reason why it should not be because you have 300 people and you think that you are now a big man no there must be a reason Yes. There's no problem. Please, no one should tell you that it's, it's not it's not good to have bodyguards. No one should tell you. That. No, no, no. No, Why do you think the president has got bodyguards? Security. So what makes you think a man of God cannot have bodyguards? Okay, it is acceptable for the president to have bodyguards. But not a man of God. No, 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 I'm asking you. Let's discuss. What I'm saying is these things should be based on need. Not necessarily because it is in fashion.
Is it a case? Yeah. Uh-huh. Somebody shout hallelujah. hallelujah. All I'm saying is get rid of big manism. If you're a full-time pastor, I'm encouraging you to set Kasungu a place. Kasungu must burn for God. Don't be satisfied with the small number of people you have in the church. If you say you have 30 branches, don't forget it's also Yes. Your branches can move from 30 to 70. When you reach 70, don't forget that there is 700. Your branches can reach 700. So there is no time and there is no place for an arrival mentality that says we have arrived. Oh, Pastor, our church is all over the country. Let me ask you. Is it in Zambia? Is it in Mozambique? Tanzania. Tanzania, Namibia. Nanga Namibia. Kuli branch yako. Ghana. Nanga kugana. Iweyo mpingo wako liko. France. Nanga kuplance. Iweyo branch yako iliko. Brazil. Nanga kuplazil. Wafikako. Iceland. Nanga Iceland. Wafikako. Australia. Nanga ku Australia. Watalako ndambi. New Zealand. Nanga ku New Zealand. Iweyo wafikako. How about Mexico? Na ndekuli branch ku Mexico. Maonodi pali bempado onena kuti ozita mandira. Aye. I was in a Let's finish. I'm running with ten minutes. On my time. It's good to keep time. It is a problem in many churches. Time keeping. I was invited somewhere to preach. So I was also preaching on Sunday morning. They said the service is starting at 9. So I arrived just around 9. I found my church elders up at Zuapa. is that we don't travel. We don't travel. I pray God will give you grace to travel. Amen. In the name of Jesus.
Recently, I went somewhere to preach. I will not mention, but it's outside this country. They have a watch in front, like in front of the pulpit. Like, okay. what do you call it? At the back of the church. Yeah. At the back of the church. So if you are on the pulpit, you see the watch. So they gave me 45 minutes to preach. So the moment you step on the altar, and you grab the microphone, to start speaking, the clock starts ticking. They might tick. 45 minutes, 44, 43, 30, 25, 19 minutes, 10 minutes, 5 minutes. Time up. Time up. You should also be stepping down. Somebody shout hallelujah. When you travel, you learn a lot about how others are doing ministry. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. The passions of a man of God. We have looked at how many now? Two. Number three. Soul winning. Soul winning. Evangelism. You know that for so many of us, there's no evangelism anymore. What we are calling church growth is the movement of members from assemblies of God to living waters or from living waters to PICC or from PICC to assemblies of God and we are calling that church growth. Some of us over the past 10 years, maybe you have been in fortune. We need to change. And it must begin with us pastors. If a pastor can be serious, you see that the members will also become serious. There are times when a pastor will say, Oh, this place is dry. Oh, People don't give. 
and to start Transfer the past. Move him to another place. Bring another pastor to that place. You see that now the income of the church has increased. So there are no place problems. There are people problems. There are no dry lands. There are only dry pastors. There are no dry locations. There are no dry districts. Don't tell me that hey, Kasungwe staff. No, no, they are not dry places. You are the one who is dry. You have a dry head. Musati Kasungu ya nauma ayi iweyo ndamene uli ni mtu wa uma. Is it making sense here? Yes. Anything is possible in Kasungu. Kena gali gosen goteka uno kukasungu. If your friends are building a church like this, in the same kasungu, why should you not build a church? Anything is possible. A pastor should not have an attitude that says, we can't do it, we can't. If a pastor says we can't, then what is going to happen to the members? So winning must be your passion as a man of God. Bring Anyway, the microphone is tired. May we rise on our feet. Let me ask you. Let me ask you. Let me ask you. Is what we are discussing making sense to you. Huh? Does it make sense? I want us to thank God first of all for this morning session. For speaking to us. For correcting and challenging us. Lift your voice. Let's give God thanks. Let's give God thanks. Father, we say thank you.
Celebrate him, lift your voice. Thank you, Father, for the day, Basuta Riga. Father comes in this last It is time to examine your spiritual condition. So many of us are sent by God to do what we are doing. But the question is, how has been your ministerial conduct? Some of you are lazy. Some are lazy. You know it. That you are lazy to pray. All I need is to talk to your wife. Your wife will tell me that ee 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 I said, these are pastors speaking like, speaking like this. If a pastor cannot be serious, how will the church grow? How will the church grow? Are you one of those pastors who started well, but you have veered off? How is your marriage? What is happening in your marriage? Is God happy with how you are treating your wife? 
Ndimene nyoma nchitira kamina makarina ndinkazo anu how you are living in your family Momwe nyoma kukarira babanja lanu is God happy Kodi Mungu ndokondwa I want you to reflect on this Ndofuna inuyo mujiteka uniuni pa zinthu izizi We don't have time to say more now we will continue in the afternoon But what kind of pastor are you? When God is looking at how you are doing things in the church. Can he say well done good and faithful servant? Oh like so he is regretting that he met pastor Kabena monga mezi na kaira ndi Saul naeswa aku dzukumvuta muntima fwana kuma ngani kuti ndiye mukhale mbusa because the bible says that god regretted that he met so king pa bible limati mulungu ananongoneza bondo pompanga Saul kala mfumo is god regretting about you Kodi mulungu anongoneza bondo zokuzana inuyo that you are no longer standing the way you used to stand Kodi simukuimaso mene munkaimira Are there things you need to do differently in your ministry Kodi bali zinaza mene mwena mujite mosiana mutumikiwanu Hegai says Hagai anati consider your ways Samaritani njira zanu consider review your ways unigenso mene nomachitira zinthu zanu consider your ways muzone monetsetsenso mene nomachitira zinthu zanu the year is ending chaka chikuta there are things to do differently in the new year but it's not authority chite mosiana mchaka china cha tsopano chomwe chikubwerache church must be done at another level mpingo uyenera uchite zinthu pa mulingo wina Church must be done at another level. We can't continue with the same level anymore. In one minute I want you to pray. Father, help me to be kind of man of God, woman of God that you want me to be. Help me give me the grace. Give me new beginnings. Lift your voice and pray. Lift your voice and pray. May God release the special grace. May Father release 